I, I think we need to look around that library for potential suspects. I've been very vocal that I think Ross Sullivan is a, a strong suspect based on some of the stuff that's been discovered about him and 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 then you know not to mention a, a very close likely uh likeness to the, the zodiac sketch um but i'm open to looking at anybody there in the in as a faculty member as a student anybody that would have reason to be in that uh environment i, I have considered many of them and, and look closely at them can you give us a little bit of background on ross sullivan yeah, so Ross Sullivan um, first came to uh, the attention of uh, Dave Peterson, who was a Vallejo Times reporter that did a lot of the Zodiac stories there. He had reached out to Riverside, seeing if he could find out anything about Sherry's case after the, the link was made between Zodiac and, and the Riverside uh, the Bates case. And he talked to a librarian there named Joanne Bailey. And Joanne Bailey said, I have a suspect for you. We think this guy killed Sherry. So, of course, Dave Peterson was all ears and wanted to hear more. And she wrote a you know three-page letter to him detailing all the things that he did that creeped them out and why they thought he was a suspect. Uh, some things about him being in mental hospitals um, and, and just a bunch of disturbing stuff. And then, you know, Dave Peterson did some more poking around and, and, and tried to dig up what he could. And, you know, we see the last Zodiac letter. We see the, excuse me, we see the last um, Bates case letter coming in April of 67. And around that time, Ross Sullivan transferred to Northern California to go to school, um, to go to college up there. He, so, and, and just to backtrack, he was a... Uh, a Riverside student and library uh, volunteer. Um, so that's somebody that sort of just fits the mold of being familiar with that environment, being familiar with the library itself. And then his t his movements in time sort of coincide with the uh, Riverside being left behind and then Zodiac um, activity starting up in, in Northern California. Now, there are reasons to believe that he might have been a good suspect in the Bates case. Why do you think he's a good suspect in the Zodiac case? It goes back to me. Uh, you know, obviously, sketches are only so good. Composites are only so, so good. But, uh, you know, the sketch that they put out of Zodiac is what it is. That's what witnesses said that Zodiac looked like. Um, Officer Falk was very distinct on, on what Zodiac looked like. And it just so happens Ross looked very close to that uh, description. Um, so... In my mind, based on Sherwood Morrill's findings and based on the, the what I see with my own eyes in the confession letter and some of that writing, I think there's no doubt that Zodiac was down in Riverside Library. So I'm looking for somebody in that library system, in that environment that wound up uh, being up in Northern California. And then you have Ross Sullivan, who looks uh, very close to the sketch. Um, and then we have, you know, details that we haven't been able to piece together, but his own brother thought he was Zodiac. Why Why that is, we don't know. Um, but he told friends that. And then we, you know, even in the in the uh, Hunting the Zodiac uh, miniseries, you know, it came out that Ross was trained in, in uh, ciphers. He had read some books about ciphers, I should say. Um, and he wrote 
according to the librarians. He wrote papers about how to change your handwriting. Um, and then, you know, to top it all off, his brother married Sherry Joe's Bates's best friend. Um, so you've got all these things sort of linking him at the same time. There's not a smoking gun, you know. We know he was in Santa Cruz, which isn't, you know, right around the corner from Vallejo or San Francisco. It's a pretty good distance. So for me, I, I sort of stopped short of saying it's him um, because I just, I need that link there. And I, I, you know, a lot of people have been looking for it and, and nobody's been able to find it. Um, but until I find somebody else that sort of checks all those boxes, um, for me, he's he's been the best suspect in, in my estimation. You brought up the description of the killer by Officer Don Falk, who, for the listeners, was the officer who may have seen the Zodiac as he was leaving the scene of his last known murder in San Francisco. And according to Don Falk, that person was approximately, what, 180 to 200 pounds, I believe. There have been some specific points that are usually raised by people who dismiss Ross Sullivan as a suspect. He was too tall or too obese to be the Zodiac. He wasn't in the Bay Area. And there are some documents which indicate that Sullivan's fingerprints did not match suspected Zodiac fingerprints. How do you respond to those criticisms of the theory that Sullivan was the Zodiac? And and what points away from Sullivan as the suspect? Well, so if we go back to every description or most descriptions of Zodiac, he was some degree of heavyset, stocky, overweight, barrel-chested, whatever you want to say. Mm -hmm. He was heavier. Um, Ken Narlow told me that they had no doubt that Zodiac was well in excess of 200 pounds. Ross Sullivan was reported by a witness that saw him in, in 1968 as being in the 260 range. But he said he wasn't fat. He wasn't obese. He was solid, um, stocky more than than uh, than fat. Um, so to me, that sort of matches physical description wise. The height for me has always, always been a sticking point for me because the witnesses to Zodiac's height, you have to, we have to go back and look at who they are. It's Mike Mijot. He's sitting in a car looking up outside at somebody standing above him while he's being shot at. To me, I, I don't think that's a, a, an ideal witness for to give a height description. Yeah. Then, then we have Brian Hart now who was – six foot what is he six, i don't even know how tall he is six foot six six foot five somewhere in there he's, he's very tall um and he admittedly said he was a poor description of height and uh so i i don't know how solid his height description would be mm -hmm. um and then we have the most troubling one of all is to me is the zodiac at the the corner of uh washington and cherry because the witnesses that saw him are across the street looking from upstairs downwards to the corner there. How do you estimate somebody's height based on that? And then Falk saw him from a moving vehicle. So while seated in a motor moving vehicle while looking for an African American suspect. So how much attention? So to me, if 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 there was somebody that was eye to eye, <clears throat> excuse me, eye to eye looking straight ahead. Sure, that's an ideal way to get height, but I don't think there's ever been anybody uh, that had an ideal sighting of him uh, on that kind of level. So the height has always never really been impressive to me as far as what the height was. But every account listed him as some degree of overweight, heavyset, 
bulky, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then, and then you mentioned too, there's some indication that the fingerprints didn't match. Um, and I actually, when I read that, I, I went back and I, I read it again. Um, and, and the exact quote from that letter, and I don't have it right in front of me. Maybe you remember what it said offhand. Mm. It said, uh, that his fingerprints were checked without any luck to me. And then I thought about, it, I said, without any luck, does that mean they couldn't find him? So where I originally thought they didn't match, I go back and read it again. I was like, that doesn't say they didn't match. That just says they were checked without any luck. So I don't know what that means. I don't know that means he just didn't blew them off and never checked. And he said, I couldn't find them, whatever. So to me, that question is still open. And that brings up a good point about what evidence do we have in this case? You mentioned Ken Narlow and his certainty about the killer's weight. That's based on a compaction test that was done at the crime scene at Lake Berryessa, where they tried to determine the killer's weight based on the boot print and how much of an impression was made in the ground because of his weight. Yeah, that's that. they were confident that based on that, that the person was in excess of 200 pounds. 